0: When you are independent, capable, and ambitious, dating and relationships has its own unique set of complications and challenges. I wanna introduce you to my friend, Tracy. She was in my group Spanish class in Siuatanejo, Mexico. And we later reconnected again at a charity event for the animal shelter, and we hit off talking about the online entrepreneurial lifestyle. And then we really hit it off when we realized that we had similar dating histories. And so in these following episodes, we're going to be diving in and exploring what it is that causes independent women to struggle in relationships. We're talking about the masculine and feminine energy polarity, as well as dating habits, attachment styles, and everything in between. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Tacos and Tattoos. I'm here with my friend Tracy, and we are going to be discussing all things relationships. So today, the topic is, can a man without money make a woman happy? And I'm really curious to hear an outside perspective on this because I'm going to share my own beliefs on it. But Tracy, do you want to introduce yourself?
1: and? kind of kick us off. Yeah. So, hi Keely, thanks for having me. I'm Tracy. I, l- I live here in Mexico and um I'm an entrepreneur and a business owner and I'm excited to talk about all things relationships.
0: Okay, so what is your perspective? Well, maybe start with past experiences cuz it's always fun to share those embarrassing stories. <laughs> but what have you dated a man that had a lot of money versus one that didn't have a lot to offer in that realm, and what was your
1: experiences with that? So, uh, honestly, I have not dated a lot of men without money, not on a conscious level. But I've been independent my whole life, and I have always made my own money. And so, for me, it's not. So much the money piece that matters it's more of the drive and the initiative and the ambition so i'm typically not attracted to someone who doesn't have those things and in turn that kind of results kind of with um, not really dating a guy without money? Oh, interesting. So you think that, <laughs> yes, you that if a guy totally do. doesn't have
0: money, then he's not ambitious, driven and he's not going to have the type of personality that you're going to be attracted to. I knew you to. were going to
1: go there with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so okay, let me break that down. Um, I think that in some regards ambition and drive do equate to material things. Like without a doubt. I mean, you, you're not going to have a big giant house on the hill if you're, you know, just kicking it on the beach every day. Yeah. But what about people that inherit money? Well, that's a different, that's <laughs> totally different. I think that's totally different. And I do, I, I do, see I mean, I can see where that is a, a thing for sure, but it's not so much the demographic that I run with. If that makes sense. Okay. You're not gonna hang out with the trust fund baby. I'm typically not drawn (laughs) to those people. I mean uh, let's go to the club. (laughs) Dragon hunters on the street. I mean, that's great. (laughs) Like I that's fantastic for them. It just doesn't tend to be my circle. (laughs) <laughs> okay, fair enough.
0: So I grabbed this question from a Facebook group that I'm in. It's called, like, Relationship Advice. And mm-hmm. I read through some of the comments because I was curious what people were, like, thinking on it. Yeah, yeah. And it seemed like the majority of both men and women, like, men were chiming in about this, even though it was a question geared for women. Mm-hmm. And they were like, it, the money piece doesn't matter. So it seems like nowadays, now that women can make their own money and Mm -hmm. want to make their own money. The money aspect isn't such a big deal. Right. But I guess it depends what a, what a woman is looking for. Mm -hmm. Because if, what about if you want to start, obviously like we're not Tracy and I vibe on this. We don't want to have kids. We don't, we we're too like free spirited for that whole thing. But if you want to have a family and you want to be able to take time off, and spend time with kids and you're going to need to have someone that can provide more than just emotional support.
1: Well, and I think too, so I do have some experience with this, not me personally, but people, women close to me who've dated people, uh, dated a man without money and they ended up carrying all the weight. yeah. And so that's something that for me is a hard no. Again, it's not about money whatsoever. If I were the major breadwinner and my partner wanted to stay home and take care of everything, I would be completely fine with that. It's not the money. It's more of the lifestyle and the contributions to the, to the partnership. That's what it's about more for me. So if you have someone in your corner who is your number one fan and is supporting you while you... Go off and build your empire. Like, absolutely, that can work. But as far as um, personal experience and what I've seen, um, I guess I have a little bit of a jaded perspective of it. Um, Of friends and close people close to me who had, you know, where the woman worked and the and the man didn't, but it was more of like a non-contributing situation. Yeah. So that's where it would be a hard note for me. But again, it's it's not the money factor. It's it's what you bring to the to the partnership
0: yeah i know so an embarrassing story that i have for my past is that i just gotten out of my five-year engagement with a guy who we were like a power couple and so that was something i was always drawn to and it wasn't so much that he could make money it's that we could make money together because we had skills that really complemented each other and so when i needed out of that relationship and moved to the next one that guy had no drive whatsoever. And so he ended up moving in with me and didn't pay rent. I paid for food, I cooked everything. And after 10 months of this and him being like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get this job and work over here. I'm working on this project. He was a chainsaw artist. And so he was extremely talented when he did. But he had no... He had Wait, so, a chainsaw
1: artist? Yeah. What so is that? He made,
0: he made <laughs> For our
1: <laughs> listeners, too.
0: <laughs> he made sculptures with a chainsaw. Wow. Yeah, and he was incredibly talented in this. He also was really talented with um, tile and... Uh, Like, not masonry, but, like, you know, backslashes Mm, and showers mm -hmm. and whatever style. But he had such deep money conflicts that he would sabotage himself. So he was always just Mm, broke. And the straw that broke the camel's back was we were out. Um, I was at a salsa dance event, and he wanted to go with me. But he kept buying drinks. And at this time, I was struggling financially, too, because of... Um, some debt that my ex and I had taken on that he still hadn't resolved. So I was pretty, I was struggling and he kept buying drinks and I was like, I'm just going to have one drink cause I'm still a little broke like in my mid twenties, you know, like early sure, yeah. like 24. And, uh, he just kept buying drinks. I was like, Oh, he must've got paid or whatever. At the end of the night, I was like, okay, let's go. And he's like, well, I didn't bring any money. (laughs) He just kept buying drinks on my tab and then I had to pay for everything that night. Oh my gosh. And I, and it wasn't, I had the money. That's not the thing. It was just that that's the principal. I know. <laughs> I felt, and he knew I was struggling. And so it just felt so, like, I felt like I was being used. And, like, it was like the rose-colored glasses came off. I saw everything for what it really was. He was living with me. I was cooking everything. I was, like, basically his mom. Mm,
1: yeah.
0: And that's when I was, like, I can't this isn't a partnership. right? It doesn't feel like a partnership. I just see the potential in you and I see that you can be really talented and really successful, but after 10 months, you're not doing anything. Nothing is changing. Yeah. And if nothing else, it's getting worse and I'm struggling more for this for this relationship. Yeah, around that time when I was with him, I got hit with a $25,000 tax debt because again, the financial situation with my ex, we had a sawmilling business together and I had to recapture all the depreciation on selling him all the assets. So then we had to capture the, then somebody had the debt was due to the IRS. It was $25,000. And so that was a thousand dollars a month I had to make on that payment in taxes. And then he's like doing this stuff where he's, I have to pay for his drinks. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. Oh, wow. So I think that is an instance where it's a problem. Absolutely. When, when it's just like yeah. nothing's changing, nothing's getting better, and it's d- draining your energy. Like they can't mm-hmm. stand on their own feet. But at the same time, like, I am not seeking material things. Right. I already did that. I already had the property and the new cars and all that stuff, and it didn't bring me happiness. Right. And I think there's lots of people that are realizing that these material things don't bring happiness, but if it impedes on my freedom mm-hmm. and the ability for me to do the things that I'm striving for, that's where the problem's going to come. Or if it's sucking, like taking my energy yeah. because I'm having to support so much...
1: Yeah. So I think too, I have a couple things coming up as you're telling this story. Um, So definitely, it's never been about material things for me. But again, like, I don't want to be anyone's babysitter or mother either. Like, I know, like, that's not what I'm in a partnership for. Um, And I remember one time years ago one of my friends trying to set me up with someone and they were like, oh, Tracy, you should go out with our friend so-and-so. He's he's a little bit overweight, but he can exercise and he's a little bit this and a little bit that. <laughs> and like they listed off all these things that the were like, yeah. And I literally looked at them and this may make me sound really harsh, but I said, guys, I'm not looking for a fixer-upper. Like <laughs> I want- so many women want that. <laughs> I don't. I want someone who meets me where mm-hmm. I am. Like I have done the work. I have put in my efforts for building my business. Like, I want someone who meets me where I am. And it doesn't, it's not because it's not a superficial thing. It's just, this is where I am and I want an equal. That's it. Whether it's emotionally, physically, financially, all of the things, I want someone who's an equal and who wants a partnership not someone who wants someone to take care of them or push them. Or I had another guy who, um, cute as could be. And I, I said something about, cause I'm, I was a big time runner for like 20 years before I got injured. And, um, he, he said, gosh, that's so cool. I, um, I really wish that I could run. I'm like, everybody can run. He's like, well, maybe dating you will motivate me. I was like, dude, no, like I'm not your life preserver in any capacity. Like, like I need you to stand and be your own person and I'm going to stand to be my own. So I think the same thing comes in with the money factor. I, if, if I'm with someone who is like, working in their passion, their they love their job, they feel like they're making an impact on the world. Whatever is important to them, that's fine. But it's just like it's again, it's not about the money. It's more about the passion, the intention, the motivation, the the all of those factors, you know? Yeah. But I do have one embarrassing that's <laughs> kind of funny. Um so this was years ago when I just gotten out of a relationship and got back into dating and I went out with this guy. And um his name was Dairy, which Dairy. Is- <laughs> and um It wasn't Gary, it was Dairy. It was Dairy. How do you spell it's that? D A I R Y. Dairy. I kid dairy, you not. Like the like Yes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It was so funny. the
0: mom was just like, I'm going to name my son Darey." I know,
1: right? Poor kid. <laughs> I know. I felt bad for him. And even worse after. You
0: could spell it D-A-R-E-Y or
1: D-A-R-E-Y Right, something R-E-Y different something that doesn't make you think funny. of. <laughs> but so we went out. It was, we went on one date. And um, we went out. We went to like a happy hour. And um, at the end of the night... It was so embarrassing for him. At the end of the night, the waitress brought the um the bill and he gave her his card and it came back, declined. Oh no. Yeah. And this is our first date. And I always try to be like empathetic. Like, yeah. you know, who knows what could have happened. Fraud alert. Yeah, alert totally. And but it was the way he handled it. He was like, Hey, uh, so you got this babe? I was like, What? I don't got this, babe. Like, we just met. This is literally our first date.
0: Yeah. It was the first date. First date. he said that. Yes. It wasn't like,
1: that's so, like, frat boy, bro. Yes. Like. I was like. Yikes. Yeah, I got this. And uh, we will not be seeing each other again. It was just, (laughs) like, oh, my gosh. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I want to go back to, you said the fixer-upper thing. Yes. So, I think a lot of women date based on
1: potential. Oh my gosh, yeah.
0: And we see, because we feel like, and it's true, like if you look at the dynamic of the feminine and the masculine energy, mm-hmm. the feminine energy does inspire the masculine energy. But the problem is, is that most men nowadays, there's all of this weak masculinity going around. And there's a lot of men that operate in their fem- like a uh, wounded masculine or mm-hmm. they operate in feminine energy. And so therefore, when you come into the picture, your energy cannot inspire his because he doesn't know how to use his. And so we're dating on this potential. We're like, oh, he could be this. I could help inspire it. And then nothing happens. And then we just feel drained. And it's, then we blame ourselves, but really it's not our fault. But it kind of is.
1: And and let me tell you why. (laughs) First of all, I 1000% do not believe in dating on potential because when you come into that relationship and you're looking at the potential of that person, maybe they don't want to improve. Maybe they don't want to be better. You're projecting your ideas and your expectations onto that person. Is that fair? No, no. So, I mean, maybe they like being exactly where they are first of all, that's my first thought on that. Secondly, um, dating on potential is expecting someone to change. And we tell, we tell our kids, we tell everybody, you can't, you have to date someone for exactly who they are and accept them as they are. You can't expect them to change. That's not fair. So dating on potential is expecting them to change. Thirdly, um, a very, very dear friend of mine was a teacher and she used to tell her kids all the time. Potential is, the most, what, how did she word that? She said, if someone tells you potential, you have potential, it's one of the most um, negative things they can tell you, because that means you're not living up to what you could be. Like potential, that's not a compliment. It's not a compliment. That's an interesting perspective. I've never thought it of is. that. I don't
0: think I have had many people say, oh, you have a, well, maybe in like,
1: Right, just starting something? Young kids, it happens to a lot. And yeah. so, and a lot of her kids were predominantly Hispanic and they come from an underserved community in the States. And their coach or whomever would say, you know, you've got potential. You're not living up to your potential. You have potential is not, for, this was her perspective. And I loved it. Again, she's a teacher. Um, and so she's coming at it from that angle. But she said, you know, when someone tells you you have potential, it's not a compliment, guys. Like, it's not. Um, it, it just means basically you're not living up to what you could be. And that's not a compliment if you think about it. Yeah. So I, I am really a huge, huge anti dating for potential person. Like I just, I am very much of the mindset of when you're dating in the initial stages, the very first impression, like in the initial beginning stages, that's the best, our best foot forward that's the best it's going to be. So if you're getting the best and you're hoping for potential over here, it's really not fair to that person.
0: Yeah.
1: And but- it's not fair to you either, but it but you're not you personally, <laughs> but the person going into it for potential is the one who chose this situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's my stance on dating for potential. <laughs> I definitely I definitely learned the hard way of dating for
0: potential. But the other part of it is that when, for me, where I love the dynamic of being more like a power couple and working together on like a common interest or a mission, mm-hmm. then it's always going to be the potential of what could happen when you grow together. Sure. Which is different than like looking That's- at someone and being like, oh, this person is going to make so much money because they're right. going this this to be this yeah. they're going to be this way. It's the, like, like, I see this for the future and I'm going to work towards it in hopes that you work towards it too. And then we can grow together in that direction. And, yeah, sometimes that leads to disappointment, but I personally would rather, like strive for what I believe in, mm-hmm. then not do it because I'm afraid it's not
1: going to work out. Cause that's just like making choices based on fear. So I would, um, so what you said that stood out to me, uh, okay. So yes, it, the power couple dynamic for sure. When you're talking about the potential of growing together, um, ideally that person's already, uh, I don't want to use the word a whole person, but they've, they're have they meeting you where they are. You're not coming into it hoping that they're going to change or do something different. You're attracted to where they are and the idea of what you guys can become together, right? Exactly, yeah. It's not right. so
0: much like you need to do this on for yourself over here while I'm doing this thing over here. It's like we're going to do this thing together. Right. And yeah, you... You come into it from a healthier standpoint where it's like, okay, this is where I am. This is where you are. This is where I would like us to go. Are you in for that journey? Right. If not, like, cool, this isn't for us. Right, <laughs> like, exactly. It's, yeah, not it's more like uh, there's more communication <laughs> in that manner, and there's more, like, yeah.
1: agreement than just expectations. There's right. Not, tell you, I'm just putting a bunch of expectations on somebody. Right. And like, I feel like that's very different than dating for... Pre- on, based on potential though. Cause yeah. I, I think when it comes to bait, dating on potential, it's more that person's individual potential. And, oh, they, they're such a good person. I know they can, I know they can do better. I know that I've seen it so many times and, and I've done that. I mean, I've totally done that. Oh, this guy, he's, he's so good at his core. If he could just, you know. Oh, if he could just, exactly, be, exactly. If you <laughs> could just. Like we've all be been lovely. there, yeah. But I just don't think it's, I, I don't think it's beneficial for anyone and I don't think it's fair to anyone either. That's my personal opinion though. Yeah. That future projection. So
0: let's bring this back to the topic of money. Okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, a real yes. circle on this.
1: <laughs> We've Do you have all any over. last
0: thoughts on, let's, how about dating for potential and income? Okay. Dating for potential. Because you know, there's income. a lot of women out there that like, yeah, it, Going back to the like, can a man make a woman happy without the money? It's okay, you get together with a guy and he's not making exactly this, or maybe he, for example, my mom has been dating this guy that is quite a bit older than, than her, and he just bought her an $80,000 four wheel drive van, like just paid for it. Like, wow. Six. My mom doesn't listen to this podcast, so I can say these things. <laughs> my mom is still not happy in the relationship. Yeah. So I think this is a prime example of of like the money that a man can offer is not going to make you happy no matter what quantity is because yeah she will enjoy the van but there still isn't that much love in that relationship but also my mom has a lot of other things that yeah my mom has a lot of (laughs) issues along with relationships and. This is just a prime example of like, she's with this guy, I like him so much. I adore him and I've told her again and again, I'm like, he is is such a nice, genuine person, but because she's never sat down and actually detailed out what she wanted, she is attracted to him because of what he can do for her. Mm. Instead of who he really is. And so then when he does these really genuine... Like, he is doing this from a very genuine place, and I adore him for that. Mm -hmm. But that's the only way he can get her to show him love is because when he does something like that, she'll be like, Oh, thank you so much. I love you. Thanks for buying. Like, she's just like gold digging and it breaks my wow. heart because I'm like, this is not healthy for anybody involved in this. And you're still not happy. No matter how much he gives you, he's even like "I'll buy your house. He just wow. would do any of that stuff to provide for her. And it is very attractive. Like, in that manner, but when the love isn't there, it's just like,
1: it doesn't matter how much money you throw at it, it's still not gonna work. That's my stance. I think, yes, a woman can be happy with a man who doesn't make money or has potential to make money but isn't there yet, absolutely. Um, And money doesn't necessarily mean the relationship is gonna be good. and I also stand by what I said as far as like for me personally, it's not about the money having it or, or not. it's more about the guiding principles as a person, as a human and you know what you're doing with your life. i I could absolutely be with someone who was my biggest cheerleader and supporting me as I you know built my business or whatever um, as long as they were passionate about what they were doing. yeah so I, I think so for sure yeah but well, any last thoughts? I think that's it.
0: Okay. <laughs> yeah, I I whole, I just think that for women out there like I had a client last summer, my last thought on this, this she was struggling financially because she didn't know how to manage her own money and she would just overspend, overspend. And so she wanted to date for a guy that provide security. And I said to her um, that's just providing a false sense of security. You could date a guy that has a good, stable job, willing to help you pay the bills. But if you're not on your own feet, if that relationship turns bad or isn't what you want, you but can't easily what if get out. Die? Yeah, like, or what if something happens or what if he yeah. cheats on you? You, It's a false sense of security. You need to learn how to make your own money and how to be on your own feet and not be looking to a relationship to fill that void in your, in your life because... It's not going to make you happy, and right. a lot of women seek that they, because they don't understand money, they don't know how to make their own money, and they feel more stability being with a guy that can hold a little bit of that bag, which is fine. If that is the dynamic you can find a guy that does that, awesome, but really you need to be able to be a whole person yourself
1: and fill that void yourself so you're not seeking that in somebody else. Right, right. I agree wholeheartedly with that, and you know, um, in that case in particular, the immediate thought I I was thinking when you said she was looking for a man with stability, I was like, why doesn't she just hire a financial advisor? Like, <laughs> that's what she needs in that situation. Not <laughs> yeah, she but, needs to
0: find her own two feet. Yeah, right exactly. But that's that's my final thought on that. So
1: yeah, no, I do I do think it's totally possible, but I think that there are a lot of other variables at play, and everybody's different, and everybody has different. You know, everybody has different expectations. And, you know, I had a friend who, you know, she was very interest. She was interested only in men with money. Like, and, and she had this string of relationships that were all like, like billionaires. But she was never happy. And she was never like emotionally vulnerable with those people. It was just fun things to do and, you know, trips and all of this stuff. And that just, that wears out or, you know, so I guess... My perspective is it all depends on what's important to that person.
0: We're just never gonna end this episode because I have a really good <laughs> uh, I saw somebody once say that when you date, so when you come into the world of money, like you date billionaires or millionaires, what they want in a woman is different than somebody who is not in the world. They want a woman who's beautiful, attractive, like going to give him ego and status in, in her beauty. And she wants him because of the experiences she can have for the money. But the problem with that is the love becomes transactional.
1: Mm.
0: And when it's transactional and your beauty fades and maybe he loses his money, he's just gonna trade you in for someone else. Right. And there's always gonna be someone more beautiful than you and there's always gonna be someone more wealthy and more exciting than him. So it's not really love. It's not really love. And so again, not gonna be happy.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, th- at that point, it just becomes superficial and there's nothing holding either person together. No, definitely not.
0: Okay, well that, we had a wonderful discussion. I don't know how long we ran, but I appreciate you being here for this. And Thank you. <laughs> Are you an ambitious and independent woman who is ready to start attracting your aligned masculine partner but has struggled with settling in the past? Join the free masterclass to start attracting him in less than 30 days by tapping into a hidden feminine superpower that you already have. Go to girlstopcrying.com to sign up.